You're listening to This Hong Kong Life, a podcast of stories and conversations with everyday youth across Hong Kong. Every week, we bring you episodes that reflect the unique bilingual nature of our city's culture, sharing the voices and thoughts of young people growing up and living in the city we call home. Welcome to Season 3. Our theme is Mental Health and Me. This week, we have another guest with us, Yin Yan. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Yin Yan, tell us a little bit about yourself. Did you grow up in Hong Kong? Um, Are you from here? I'm from Hong Kong, and I went to an international school, um, and... I'm currently taking a gap year right now. That's really cool for you to be able to take a gap year. Uh, what was your thinking behind taking a gap year? Um, I wanted to kind of just recharge myself from high school and just to redirect my thoughts and um, feelings. Yeah. I think most people don't really consider taking a gap year because they're really worried that they need to catch up with university. Um, is that something that you've uh, been worried about? No, because I want a second chance for myself to get into the universities that I want to get into. As long as I'm motivated, then I think I'm going to be fine. I love that you are so intentional about this. <laughs> yeah. This season, we're talking about mental health and we're having different young people come on our show to share with us their journeys and their interactions with mental health and their observations and insights. Um, just wanted to hear from you just what mental health has meant for you um, growing up in Hong Kong. Um, I was in a kind of a difficult situation in your, starting from year nine. Um, I was just in a really low place and I just felt like I couldn't really talk to anyone about it. And that sort of started uh, your interactions with mental health? Did you reach out to anybody in that time? Um, I didn't really reach out because I just thought like it was kind of a hassle. There's also stigma around it so I just kind of brushed it off to the side. Can you tell me more about what you mean by stigma? in school I guess because we were kind of young as well so we don't really understand what mental health is we don't have that much awareness of our own emotions as well so if one person was supposed to go to a counselor like I guess people would just kind of not really have anything to say but it just kind of felt like oh you're a bit different and sometimes like they'll take you out of class which is already like another thing because everyone's gonna be like oh where are you and and like you're just not there and so they kind of already know that I guess quote unquote there's something wrong with you which isn't supposed to be like that but it just feels that way yeah do you think that's just within um, you know your interactions with the peer groups that you were in or do you feel like this is something that was even wider maybe even across Hong Kong or even maybe amongst you know your families um, I think it was across Hong Kong and just maybe the Asian community is like more taboo to talk about mental health for some reason. Um, really? Why? Why is that? I don't. I think it's just because growing up, like I guess from the older generation, like they always cared about like results and just trying to survive life. When people are more trying to just survive and get like financially stable, like they don't have time to worry about mental health. Like ultimately, they all just want the best for their own 
children, but it's just because they were brought up in such a environment where they were wired to think, oh, you just need to be successful, then you'll be happy. Then they didn't really think about the mental health part, so I guess they wouldn't really consider that. So do you think that that's sort of carried on into your generation then? And, and now it's presenting itself as what we call stigma? I guess so, and I feel like they don't really... They don't want to show signs of, like, being weak, which isn't, like, a bad thing, but, like, weak as in being sensitive because the older generation was also brought up in more of a harsher environment, so they just had to push these feelings away because I guess it's also really about yourself, but, like, I feel like the Asian community is always, like, about other people and, like, how everyone affects other people, so you got to, like, be the best you can be Mm -hmm. and not show any, like, weakness in a sense and be useful to like the community so how do you feel that your generation or even you and your peers do you also feel that sort of stigma and how has that impacted you um i feel like we do i feel like nowadays it's actually better because for our generation like we starting to understand like what is mental health um and like it's like kind of just a normal thing but for like the younger generation, I feel like because they don't have that much understanding of themselves yet, so it's hard for them to understand what it is. So when you don't understand yourself that well, it's like the stigma will become stronger because you just believe what other people say. And also it sounds like you know your source of information would be coming from your peer group, right? Yes, maybe family as well. And so therefore, it just sort of reinforces that cycle of feeling like there is stigma around it. What do you think makes an individual more comfortable to start talking about mental health and have less stigma attached to it? Um, I think they just kind of need to know themselves better and reflect on why and your own intentions of doing anything. And for stigma, if everyone else was open enough to be vulnerable with each other, then I think we can all come from an understanding point of view instead of judging others. Um, I think it was interesting that earlier you mentioned, you know, needing young people or young people just need to be more aware, um, whether it's about mental health or, you know, themselves, what they're going through. What role do you feel schools can actually play? When I was in... Um, middle school to high school, like I guess middle school more, they have this subject called LPS. It stands for Liberal Personal Studies. I guess in that course, like I would see where mental health does, can be a subject, but it's a bit hard for schools to teach this subject, I feel like, because it's a lot of emotional bonding and just trying to understand each other in, in a sense, and everyone has their own baggage. But, like, I guess if schools, like, kind of had a session just for mental health, and also they have to be more specific about mental health and what they are really teaching students about it. Also, I I don't think just, like, that, like, just a subject. Like, I feel like just even all around, like, teachers' behaviors and how they interact with others or, like, those kind of um, situations, like, they need to make the environment feel like it's open and safe for the students to be open about their own mental health. It sounds like you're recommending just going beyond just having a core curriculum component where you teach and talk about mental health, but you're talking about a mindset shift almost just with everybody, including even how teachers are acting. Is that what you mean? 
Yeah, because I feel like、um, there's a lot of subtle things that people do, and maybe sometimes people won't notice, but I feel like it just creates like this vibe or this feeling of whether you're safe or not. I guess like each school, like they always preach certain like values, which I understand. Like they want to seem proper and like a good school, have a good reputation for the school, but. Beyond that, you want to make the students feel like they're actually a good student, and actually they want to be good student for this school, not just seeming like they are. Because I feel like there's certain stuff, like for example, playing around too much, or like, or maybe too loud, and then the, the teacher will like come and scold them. But like, if you try to make them understand, like why they shouldn't do this, or Why it's not the best behavior for it? Then maybe it's easier for people, like for the student, to understand instead of just getting punished. You know, like I feel like that's also a big thing. So you think like having sort of like rewards and punishments actually adds to the culture of a school and whether or not mental health becomes a stigma because people refuse to share about it because of that. In a certain aspect, yes, because. I feel like we also really care about what people perceive us to be. So, explain to the student why it was done this way and the logical reasoning behind it for the student to understand if they could be better as well. Like, yeah, I quite like what you were saying earlier about you know how even in teachers and how they teach、um, that there could be room for them to set up the environment and the culture to be one where students will feel more comfortable. Um, can you share a bit more about that? For example, like there's obviously going to be some certain aspects of being professional, but I feel like sometimes teachers can treat students like they're <laughs> not just students, but just like actually human, and not all only teach them about their subjects, but also teach them about like life. I guess I, I guess it can be kind of hard depending on like the subject. If it's English, like it's easier because that. Subject is kind of about life, but like science, there are certain aspects where you can input like the empathy and the, the kind of just the vibe of like, oh, I'm here if you need me to talk, kind of thing. Yeah. Do you think that you know, with your generation, with them still having so much stigma around mental health, how do you think that it's going to affect whether or not somebody is going to be motivated to get help? I feel like maybe counseling should be just more free, like. Everyone should just get a chance to go to counseling and make it a norm. Then I think the stigma would be less around it. What do you mean free? Free as in like like cost wise, or free as in like actually embedded as in like an extracurricular? You know, you go see a counselor. You know, as part of your regular school curriculum. Is that what you mean? Yeah, just more accessible. Not like I feel like it shouldn't be a side thing. I feel like everyone should just get it. Then I feel like the stigma would just go away because everyone is doing it. Yeah. What do you think it's gonna take for your generation to get to that place?、Um, you know, other than what schools can do, what do you think young people like yourselves are can actually reach out and do and be a part of this change for the mental health conversation to be improved upon?、Uh, I think first comes with like inner work. Like each person has to. Sit and reflect on themselves for a while because that's not done very often, and a lot of people kind of just avoid things. But I think the first step is just to be aware of like 
your own behaviors and why you think things and what is the cause of how you think. Um, and then after that, because if we have a better understanding of ourselves, I feel that we'll be better at understanding others. That's very good advice, actually. Um, what have you done to um, self-reflect more? I've observed others and why they do certain things, and I've observed myself and kind of just questioned, like, oh, why am I feeling this way? I think it just kind of just came naturally to me because um, I'm maybe more curious as a person of why I'm thinking this way, but also because I don't, like, deceive myself, I guess. So the truth to me is important. That's why I like to think. I like to be honest, and I think we all want to perceive as a good person, but we all have inner demons, and a very important thing is to be okay with not being the best person because we got to acknowledge that like sometimes we can be jealous, sometimes we don't want the best for others, we want the best for ourselves, sometimes we're greedy, and it's understandable. Like We all have these kind of urges to want our desires to be fulfilled, but we also have to understand, like, oh, our conscious probably doesn't want this, and that there's a better way of solving my own desires instead of acting upon it. Yeah, so just knowing what you feel and why you feel this and just acknowledging it and not running away from all these not necessarily bad but feelings is a great way to start yeah so thank you so much i mean i think you've really uh, opened up our eyes to looking at and thinking about what stigma really looks like not just you know from an external viewpoint but from also an internal viewpoint and that's incredibly insightful um so thank you so much for joining us today yin yen and uh, we hope that for those of you who are listening out there that you've also started uh maybe thinking about self-reflection any last words Keep supporting Kelly. <laughs> and keep thinking. And yeah, I think um, also I feel that if you're really struggling, just try to find someone to talk to. It'll always be better than nothing. <laughs> so yeah. Thank you so much for joining us today. See you next time. See you. Thanks for listening. This season is made possible by the Jockey Club Community Sustainability Fund as part of the Smart Youth Health Project. This Hong Kong Life is an initiative of Kelly's support group. We are a youth organization empowering young people to reach their full potential in Hong Kong. If you like the show, please subscribe and get new episodes every week. We would love to hear from you, so nominate yourself or a friend to share next. Leave us a message or drop us a note at hklife at kely.org. See you next time. 